I have no idea where to start. TikTok, Instagram, do more videos, get on Facebook, connect with my clients, connect with my friends, call my family, show up to events, help. I have no idea where to start, where to begin, and I'm completely overwhelmed. Sound anything like you? This episode was created for you, and I am here to tell you none of those are the answer. Your most effective marketing strategy is in this episode, and I cannot wait to share it with you. We are going to talk all about lead nurturing, how to create an effective funnel into your email, and create a strategic email strategy that is not only going to save you a ton of time, but bring you the biggest ROI, which let's be real, we all want that, right? If you are ready to be challenged to get off social for a minute and get into your inbox, this episode is for you. Let's dive in. You're listening to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast, where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in. The most important thing when it comes to your marketing for your business is consistency. Consistency is going to be that driving force on whether or not what you're saying, the information you're providing, your brand, your resources are reaching your ideal client. It's not whether or not you're on TikTok or Instagram or Facebook or all of the above. It's whether or not your consistency on the platform that you're choosing to reach your audience. Today in the podcast, I'm going to chat about email marketing because I truly believe this is the most impactful and reliable way to move your business forward, to reach your audience, to let your brand voice shine, to share your why, to connect everything that we want to be doing and what really truly impacts our bottom line. So I've been talking about this for years now, the importance of email marketing. And many times I get the questions of, well, how do I start? How do I build my list? Like, where do I go next? So today I'm going to dedicate a whole podcast on a nurture sequence, also known as a funnel. How to use that effectively to generate leads into your email list and like basically a step-by-step guide and how to do this. So let's start with What exactly is lead nurturing or a funnel, right? And this type of marketing will be a game changer for your business. If you're not already doing this or you need to refine this or you're not even sure what this is, stick around because this episode was made for you. So let's just start with like, what is a funnel or what is lead nurturing? And just to break it down a little bit for you or a lot, lead nurturing or a funnel is the process of converting traffic with a lead magnet or freebie ebook, coupon code, that sort of thing. Using automation in whatever your email platform is to deliver a series of emails that have been created previously and have been automated. It starts with delivering the email content, so whatever they signed up for, that freebie, that ebook, you know, whatever that lead magnet was, and then it automatically sends them a series of emails over a period of time. So it's basically the process of delivering that series of emails. 
During this process, we take them along the journey with us from the freebie to getting to know our brand, our why, how we're going to show up for them, what problems you can solve for them. We nurture the new lead person that just signed up who wants to be served by us and may someday be a paying client. Okay, so why is this important? Most people want more information from us. They want to learn more about our business and who we are what we're doing, who we want to serve, our why, all that is so important. This is where I get super jazzed. People don't buy from businesses, they buy from brands. You've heard me say that so many times if you've been listening to this podcast for a while. People don't buy what you are selling, they buy why you are selling it. And that's something that I think gets super missed and a a lot of dollars wasted was trying to decipher like where I should put my dollars, how I should speak to my audience and what I'm actually doing here. This is what allows them to know, like, and trust us. We have to give them enough relevant information into our why for them to ultimately decide if they are going to do business with us. That is why this is so dang important. Okay, so let's play out a scenario that might make a little bit more sense in real life. Think of your new email subscriber as someone you just met at a party, at an event, you know, at a get together. They wanna know more about you and have hit subscribe, which is sort of like exchanging numbers at a party. Now, the difference from the person at the party versus the virtual handshake is you now have to decide how you're going to introduce them to yourself more and how you plan to serve them and share more about your business, how you're going to get them excited to dig into more info and more about what you do. This is such a huge miss. And if you are a realtor, I am telling you, this is an even bigger miss for you. All right, so we all want high open rates, right? Why else will we be doing any of this? Why else will we be wasting any time on our emails and sending them to our clients? When they say yes to a freebie, a lead magnet, an ebook, a coupon code, it's something that they really, really want. And we know they are most likely going to open that email, giving this type of marketing your highest open rate. So if someone goes and subscribes and they want that free thing, they're excited. That is your biggest open rate you are ever going to get with your marketing. When someone subscribes to your lead magnet, whatever that is, whether it be an ebook, a downloadable PDF, a course, a coupon code, whatever that is, they're like saying, yes, I want this. That is going to be your highest open rate that you ever have with your email list. This is why we are doing this. I'm going to come out and say this. I think one of the biggest misses in email marketing and any marketing at all, and if we go specifically into real estate, is the one and done. It's the lack of follow through. When we, and it's the not actually creating content that we can repurpose, reuse, that we can automate. This is why we are on this hustle, this like never ending cycle of having to produce all this content. And it is exhausting. This is what gets us completely overwhelmed, spirals us out, makes us want to quit, makes us hate social media, makes us not send that email to our list. And so this is a great way to get out of that by automating it. When we think we create an email and we send one and then it's done, it is gone. That's it. This one and done approach doesn't contribute to an ongoing conversation. It doesn't open the door for you to serve them even more. This, again, is such a huge miss when it comes to email marketing or any marketing across the board, especially in real estate. In order to do this, we need a plan to continue to nurture them through this process. A simple sign-up isn't going to be enough. You need a strategy, a plan into how you're going to serve them. This is where automation comes into play and is so crucial for your business. You have the opportunity to show them that you are worth listening to. 
that your emails are worth opening, and that you deserve a spot in their inbox. Now, when we think of automation and how that can simplify our life, and of course we all want that, but how do we get there right? More than anything, I hear other small businesses say, I just don't have enough time. I'm busy working with my clients. I'm busy, you know, if you're a realtor, you're busy writing the purchase agreement or showing houses, and I just don't have time to do this. Automation is going to free up your time, so why wouldn't we be doing this? Even the most simplest of funnels or lead nurturing is going to be pivotal in your business. Once they get to the end of this funnel, they're going to know enough about you to be added to your regular email list. So once you start this funnel, of you have the freebie that you've offered to them, they've signed up, you've done like say three to five sequences of emails that you've sent to them, then you can add them into your regular newsletter, your regular email list. This is such a great opportunity to like ease them into your brand, show them who you are before they actually are just kind of thrown right in to what everyone else is getting. It's such a great introduction and it allows you a platform to speak. And by the time they're on that main list, they know exactly what they're getting. They are ready for it. We need to serve them so well during this nurture sequence or funnel that they are fully aware of who we are, our why, and what we do that they confidently can make decisions, basically buy from us. This is something that can run for you automatically when you are busy, when you are helping your clients, when you're building your business, and you don't have time to send that email. This is what will eliminate you not being able to connect with them. Oh my gosh, I know I met them, or I know that they were interested in this, or I sent them that free thing, but now what? They got the free thing, but they got no follow through. It is a huge miss and you are losing so much business there and wasting so much time working these other leads when they're sitting right in front of you. These ones that are like want to hear from you. You're wasting so much time trying to get new leads when you have leads right in front of you that actually want to hear from you. We get so stuck in our to-do list instead of thinking strategically on what is going to get us the biggest ROI. Important questions we need to be asking ourselves are, how can I create content that doesn't live just to die shortly after? And how can I simplify this for myself? Basically, we need to create a lot more strategically and like the saying goes, work smarter, not harder. Now, if you're thinking, okay, Christy, cool, I get that I need this nurturing, I get that I need this funnel, but what the heck am I actually going to say? What sort of content am I actually going to produce? Head back to episode 96, Creating a Content Marketing Plan. This episode is going to give you the information that you need to simplify this piece of your brand and truly be able to execute those emails that you need to. Okay, so now let's talk about the process of how we actually create a funnel what the steps are in that. So step number one is, first thing you need is people. Whoever they are, from social media, your website, you need to have an audience to actually speak to. Keeping in mind that that number doesn't actually matter. If you have 10, if you have 100, if you have 500, if you have 100,000, take those people as your audience. You need them first. That's how we start this. So think of your audience and who you are going to serve. Second thing is we need that lead magnet. We need that opt-in. We need that coupon code, that freebie, whatever that is for you. Think on this. What makes sense for your business and your brand and your audience? Something that they would consider buying is a really effective way to operate a freebie or a downloadable. Make it exciting. Something that they really, really want. Number three, you need the sign up for the page, right? So you need a place, a landing page where they can go plug in their name, plug in their email and provide you with that information. And this can be so easily done via your website or the easiest way, honestly, 
through your email provider. We love Flowdesk. We've used Flowdesk for years. They make a super easy form that you can design yourself. When I say design yourself, I mean like you just plug in information and it acts as a landing page that you can pop into your link tree. You can pop onto your website, wherever you're going to collect their email. So you can dive into whoever you're using and create this landing page to collect that information. Okay, number four. Now you get to create your lead nurture sequence, that funnel that's going to bring them into your email list. You can use whatever email host you'd like. We love Flowdesk. If you hop on over to our show notes, you'll find a code to get you a little discount if you sign up. But again, they have a free trial. Go ahead and try it. We absolutely love them. Or whoever you're using, you know, feel free to use a MailChimp, anyone else. Those will work too. Okay, so I'm going to explain this for you exactly how this process works. So you get the pop-up page, they plug in their name, their email address, hit send. It says, okay, they've been added, right? They get that message. Great. What that does is it goes into your inbox. From there, it populates a workflow. So they're going to be sent an automated email that you've already created, and it's going to send them that freebie. That's the very first thing that it's going to do. It's going to send them that freebie. And it's going to say, you know, thank you, whatever you put in there. Thank you so much for downloading this. Talk about the freebie. Talk about that, that lead magnet. And it's going to provide that for them automatically. You don't have to do anything else. Once they go to that form that you've created, they plug in their name, their email, and it will automatically send them via a workflow an email with the lead magnet and where you're sharing what it is, why you're providing this for them, and a little glimpse into who you are. Then the remaining emails over a series of time will automate to those new clients, those new subscribers, and share a little bit about you, your business, and what you're offering. Now, something that comes up quite a bit is, okay, that sounds great, but I don't want the people on my list already to be getting these welcome emails, like sharing who I am. They already know. No problem there. Your provider is going to know right away if those people are already on your email list, and you're going to be able to set rules within your own workflow and within your own segments that are going to basically take those new people only and provide that information just to them. It's really pretty cool and simplifies this even more for us. So once your new subscribers are in there and the people that are already on your list have been segmented out automatically because you've created that rule, your new subscribers are going to get this series of emails, say like three to five emails from you, like welcoming them. Again, first one was the free thing that you were giving them, whatever that may be. Second one could be a welcome from you, and then on and on and on from there. So now you might be thinking, okay, but what the heck do I talk about? How do I create this next sequence of emails that are going to go out? So I'm going to share with you a few ideas for different sequences that can be really effective depending on your business and where you're at. So the first one, and I think it's probably the easiest, so if you're just getting started in email marketing or you just really want to simplify things, a welcome sequence, right? So if they're just not familiar with you at all, these new subscribers, which they probably aren't, right, because you've already segmented off the people that are already on your list, then this is a great way. It's like a really warm introduction to you. So first email would be the free thing that you offered. Second one would tell them a little bit about you. Then, you know, a little bit about your business. And make this like three to five emails. This one can probably be three. And to really learn more about you, what they're signing up for, um, who you are, your why, how that connects with them, that sort of thing. And then afterwards, they'll get plugged right into your regular email list. Second idea of sequences is a teaching sequence. This would be a series of emails that build on each other. So like if you have one topic that you really want to dive in deep to, you can break this up into like three to five emails and share a little bit about each and every single email. This is really effective if you're trying to be an expert or educate in your specific area of business. 
It also is a way that you can teach slowly and they can get to know your brand and your voice and why you're doing this and your approach while also taking an education and learning. It's not like this complete overwhelm. Another sequence you could consider is a pre-launch sequence. If you're about to launch a product, if you're about to launch, let's just say you're going to launch a podcast. If you're about to launch a, you know, insider community, if you're about to launch a specific mastermind or a group or that kind of thing, like there are so many things that you're going to launch, right? This is called a pre-launch. We did this for the podcast. We grew our email list before we even started the podcast. So part of that pre-launch, you would have a series of like what to expect, who you are, and so on and so on as you go forward. Again, three to five emails, and then they are they know who you are, and then they are popped onto your main email list. A fourth way to do this is an evergreen sequence. And this is something that always lives. You've heard us talk about evergreen on the podcast when we had Allison Burns from Allie Marie Design on and what that means in a business. And basically, this is something that's always live. So like, think if you have a course or a group that is always constantly going, this is a really good option for you for a sequence. Another sequence idea, storytelling. This happens to be one of my favorites and can also tie into so many other emails. If this is something where you're like, what do you mean by storytelling? Head on over to episode 14, where I talk about the power of storytelling and why it matters. This is one of our most effective tools in our tool belt when it comes to marketing and storytelling is such a cool way to introduce your clients to you and your business and your brand and doing this through a funnel is is awesome. So head over to episode 14, The Power of Storytelling and Why It Matters and see if you can make that work for you in an email funnel. Another one is a transaction sequence. This is great for a product-based business. So if you're selling a product and you want to share about the product, share about how it can impact their lives, share about, you know, different pieces of it, share reviews, that kind of thing, this sequence is would be really helpful for you. Okay, this last one is a big one, and it's something that we can all do today. It's re-engaging sequence. So if we have an audience already, and they haven't been opening our emails in a while, or they really haven't been connecting with us, this is a sequence specifically geared towards the ones that are not opening our emails, are not engaging with us consistently, and sort of a way to bring them back in, reintroduce them to the brand, talk about their pain points, how you can problem solve for them, and get them to re-engage with us. This is a really effective one that's a big miss that so many of us don't do because we think, oh, they're on our email list already. Like, what am I going to do with that? Like, if they're opening, they're opening, and that's just not the case. There are ways to re-engage them as well. All right, so now you maybe have an idea of your sequence. Maybe you're going with that welcome sequence and you're thinking, Christy, what the heck do I say? I have a couple of ideas for you. So first question is, how can you introduce yourself and bring them into your world? How can they get to know you a little bit more and get excited to dig in deeper and connect with you even more? Think about all of this when you're writing those first emails. Okay, so the very first thing you're doing is delivering that freebie, right? Like in that freebie email, that lead magnet, you're going to talk about what you're giving them, introduce them to whatever that is. The second email can be an introduction email to yourself. Share a little bit about yourself, your story, how you did what you did, why you're doing what you're doing, and how you're going to serve them. A little pro tip here, grab your bio and tweak it just a little bit. So if you have a bio on your website and it's been updated anytime in the last recent amount of time, Grab it, tweak it, and pop, add an intro and an outro and pop that into your email. That can be your intro email. You can also include other ways to connect with you on other platforms, right? Like your social medias and your website. 
Another thing you can do in this email sequence is you can set expectations so they know exactly what to expect from you. One of our welcome emails will say like, hey, you know, thank you so much for being on our email list. Here's what you can expect from our business, our brand. Here's how we're going to serve you. Here's what we're not going to do because sometimes people want to know that too. This really sets the mood and sets the experience so they know what to expect. You can also share with them how often they're going to hear from you, what information you're going to provide to them, how you're going to solve some problems for them. All that can be in that email as well. Okay, so if you made it this far, awesome. I hope you're super jazzed about this. If you're just starting out in email marketing, welcome. You're going to see crazy good results here. But I want to share with you a mistake that I want to make sure that you don't make. It's a really big mistake that many of us make when we're starting out. And that is not separating our lists, not segmenting them out. So very important when you're starting, make sure you're separating your list based on the interest to the best of your abilities. The reason we do this is because we need to know what emails to send to who so it hits the correct inbox. Example, let's just use realtors because a lot of realtors listen to this podcast. You probably have realtor friends and then you also have clients. Those should be two separate segments. So if you're ever just speaking to your realtor friends and then you're just speaking to your clients, you can go ahead and separate those and you can effectively market to both categories. This is super important. Getting as organized as possible from the get-go will make your life so much easier. When Beth and I started, she took the time and had someone separate and segment out. She had a very large email list. Separate and segment out as best as she could. And it has served us so well to this day. And we are very aware of this every time we send an email or we create a new segment of like who's going in what segment. So this is something that if you can start right from the get-go, you're like 10 steps ahead of a lot of us. Now, if you're sitting here thinking, oh, shoot, I wish I would have already done this. That's okay. You can still do this. If you're just not sure what segment people should be on, you can send out a couple emails asking your clients, asking your subscribers, what do you want to hear from? Just asking questions and adding a link in there so you can see what they're clicking on is going to give you so much information and help you better sort your emails. It's also going to give you a clue into what your clients actually want to hear from you. Another way to know what they're really interested in is Ask a question and ask for them to hit reply or respond to you. You can reply back and provide more information to them and you'll know what topics they're genuinely interested in. We love this feature and utilize this so much. Something else to think about when you're creating these emails is how you're going to write, how you're going to come across in these emails, what you're going to sound like. And we've chatted so much about brand voice. And if you head back to the episode with Kayla Hollitz, where we share the importance of developing a brand voice, that will really give you a lot of information as well. But one thing, if you just want to simplify it and make it easy on yourself and you're just starting out, think about that you're sitting at a coffee shop or sitting across at happy hour with one of your good friends and how you would speak to them. Imagine a good friend across from you. How are you going to speak? That is the easiest and most effective way to get your voice out and make it feel truly on brand and truly you. Another thing that is so important is your subject line. This is something that I love subject lines and we've played around quite a bit with them and have had really good success. You know, some stuff not as good, other stuff really, really, really great success. And it's always something that we're tweaking and like learning from and making sure that we're refining. But your subject line is so important. Making sure it's catchy and something that's going to want to get them to open that email instead of just something super basic that no one even wants to hear about or they're just expecting like, this is my introduction email. That would not be one probably that you would want to do. So 
just thinking about your subject line. And that's the very first thing that they see in their inbox when they've, you know, received 25, 50 emails overnight and they go to open up their inbox. You want them to be able to open yours. You want them to want to open your email. So what header are you going to use to catch their attention? Another thing that's really useful in your email is adding links. Adding links so you can keep track of where people are going, what their interests are, are super, super important. And then always, always allow them an option to unsubscribe. Basically, legally you have to, so it has to be in there. Um, But just making sure that you have a place for them to unsubscribe in your email as well. We just went through a lot of information on how to lead nurture, how to funnel them into your email list, and I hope that you're able to take away some effective tools to get started today and really start refining yours and growing that list. I know you're going to see results when you do. So I'm going to end the show with something that is the most important of everything that we talked about today, and that is you need to start today. This doesn't have to be perfect. So many of us get stuck in that. This has to be perfect. I have to have this all figured out. You don't. Your bio doesn't have to be perfect. That introduction email doesn't have to be perfect. Your lead magnet doesn't have to be perfect. You just need to start. So if you take anything away from this episode today, take away, execute. I need to start today. Create that initial workflow with those three emails and press go and watch your business and email list transform. I am so excited to see where this takes you and where it takes your business. Don't forget to hit us up in the comments on Instagram or through our DMs. I cannot wait to hear how your email list and your marketing transforms. Happy, happy funneling. Happy lead nurturing. Until next time, remember to keep your face off a bus bunch and keep being the badass boss babe that you are. Okay, girls, are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. If you want more, head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here.